Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grabback, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three neat perspectives varying to the range. I am your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. With me, moderate gamer, Keith. Hello. And of course, our wonderful and always the noob, Liz. Hey, guys. And today we're doing a side quest episode, a Ask Us Anything. So thank you all so much who went to our Twitter and our Facebook and provided us some very fun and interesting questions. So we've been doing this for three years now. Happy wow. birthday, us. <laughs> it seems so weird to think about. A belated birthday, I think. Yeah, it is a little belated. That's the funny right. thing is, we actually, I actually proposed we do this uh, AMA at our two-year birthday, but we never ended up getting around to it, because I think at the time we were moving. I mean, we're always moving, Liz, <laughs> yeah. so we never got around to it, but we're doing it this time. So we're going to start things off. So first up, we have a question from our longtime listener, Dominic. He asked, if each of you could do a one-off episode about a subject not related to video games, what would it be? I know, Keith, you had some ideas. <laughs> well, so I guess part part of my, and, and I think maybe this is just really, we'll set a rule for our questions as we go through them. Um, are, are we, like a, a podcast, like all three of us, we're doing it together? Or just like by myself? Eh, I was are. wondering that. I'd say whatever. I was. I guess I was thinking all three of us. Cause it's, I was going to say, you thinking to do it a podcast by yourself? No. Well, my answer anyways, it works. Um Andrew and Liz, you you got me hooked into terrible reality show uh, Below Deck. <laughs> Hold on, and but you got us to do awful terrible reality show The Circle. Oh, I'm 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 not saying I'm above it. I I just I love this. <laughs> but you guys got me into it, and so I feel like I feel like the three of us need to do a Below Deck spinoff. So I think my answer would be Below Deck. Um, if any, if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, just just go look it up. It's it's bad reality TV, but it's fun. It's bad. It's not really quite like typical reality TV show. No, because well, because in particular, as you know, my favorite character or my character, my favorite person on the show is is one of the captains, and his anger all of the time. It just feels like he is me watching the show. Is this Captain a, Lee? Yeah, Captain the Lee. The Lee-isms? Like the, <laughs> yeah, like I can't even says. say some of them on this podcast because they are not PG, but like he'd like, I'd rather do X than this, and I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, he just he just seems like uh, he, he's sitting there saying all the things that I'm saying, but he's actually on the show. So I love him. He's great. I will say, like, the reason why I actually enjoy that show is because, like, if anyone has ever worked in, like, a service industry job, a lot of these people on the show, you're like, God, I worked with someone like that. And that sucked. Like, it just reminds you of people you've worked with and had to deal with. Same with, like, the customers and, like, the employees. You're just like, ah. So it's not like, it's not like typical trashy reality TV shows of just trashy people being trashy. And if you do decide to start the show, do not start at the current seasons. I heard the current seasons for all the blow decks are awful. Like they're in like a real rut compared, this year. Compared to the early ones, yeah. The yeah, early, so definitely start the, the early ones because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping maybe I haven't seen them, but next season I'll get back. But Keith, what would you call the podcast? Oh, man. The Yachty Potty. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look very proud of that one. <laughs> so what about you andrew what would be your subject subject not related to video games 
I don't. This is a tough like, one for video me. Video games is life. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why would I want to talk about anything else? Uh, it's difficult, but uh, obviously people, you might have known, I, my main job, I work in the medical field, and I generally love telling horror stories and hearing horror stories from other people. So obviously I kind of do it with you guys. And also in general, you probably can't really do a podcast with it, because then you kind of get into some HIPAA violation. So you can and can't do that, but... What does that mean about patients? Could it just be? I mean, you told me stories. You can, yeah, you can be pretty broad and be protected, but yeah, I don't know. It's also, I feel like it'd be a good outlet for you because you know that I like <laughs> am sensitive with like these stories that you. Oh uh, yeah, I can't tell you anything. You already have like so much anxiety about things. I don't like to go to the doctors at all. Yeah. I heard some stuff from your hospital, same hospital that I gave birth at, and I was just like, Andrew. <laughs> Well, Can like, we move? I it, don't want to go there. It's like as the saying always says of like, yeah, never work at like the restaurant you like to eat at. It kind of works also for hospitals. Yeah. But Liz, what about you? For me, I don't know if you guys would like this, but Is I... Is it a book club? Yes! I had a feeling. So, no, because like I don't even know if that's a thing like book club podcast, but I've seen sure like... there are. There's podcasts for yeah, everyone. Yeah, why not? Well, I've seen like the, the online book club things, and it's always books that I would never want to read. Uh, so for me, I do think it would be fun. And like even like graphic novels too, which I know, Andrew, you've read, but I mean, I just think it would be fun to dabble in it. No, and also, because I always have a book on the back burner that, like, if I'm a little ahead with the podcast, I'll start reading. So I think it'd be fun. Listen, I, I think it's a good idea. I mean, it, it's kind of like what we do already. It's just with books. Like, it, I kind of saw us as doing that where we're like book club, but for video games. Well, it's, it's funny. I mean, you originally were going to do a podcast for, with my brother, weren't you, Keith? I had floated the idea for different things but we never really got into any like serious things like we like tried testing a, a, a skype call one time but we never really and, came up with a solid idea of what we wanted to do though i thought you guys were doing like my brother was going to read you like news stories and you had a guess oh, if it was like right. a real news story or it was something he made up that is true that was that was probably the closest we came to a solid idea but we never actually again we never really like fleshed it out but that was that was you're right something we thought about what did you guys call it? Was it like the idiot in the news or something like that? Uh, I think just idiot news. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it was. Idiot news. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And so that was pretty good. Yeah. That was that was when I when I kind of got my, my podcast itch there. I was, I was looking to start something. Uh, so next up, we have a, a couple of questions here from Javier from Nerd Talk Plus. Thank you so much. He first asked, what inspired us to start the podcast? And well, first off. I kind of already said originally with Keith, Keith already had the idea of starting a podcast with my brother. So like you actually committed to it, Keith, and you actually bought like a mic and a setup. Mm -hmm. And it was like my brother who just kind of like bailed. No, because he but, started his really cool movie podcast. Ooh, so Shout cool. out Real Movie Talk or something like that, I guess. But Keith, do you remember how we got the idea of this podcast? Uh, I, I, I vaguely remember sitting around. Well, actually, it was because the three of us, you, me and Liz, were playing a bunch of Sea of Thieves. Right? That's right, you know, yeah. That'd be fun to to share our experiences with the world and other games. Yeah, we were playing Sea of Thieves. We originally actually thought of doing a Sea of Thieves podcast because me and Keith originally had the idea of doing a Sea of Thieves Reddit page called Sea of Theories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
anyone who's played Sea of Thieves has probably experienced this. When you play with random people, there's just a ton of theories out there. You know, like, oh, if you have the uh, the drunken chest, and if it's uh, if you're if you jump around with it too much, the value goes down. Or I heard the theory of you know if you have the crying chest, if it's crying, it's worth more. There was just just a whole bunch of bonker theories out there. So me and Keith thought it'd be fun to do Sea of Theories. We never ended up doing it, but yeah, I got ended up convincing Liz to play Sea of Thieves, and you loved it. I got it. really into that game, and there were like weird things that I was good at, with like shooting myself to sit on that seat. Like, yep. And there's so I actually like really liked playing that game because I saw the progression and I was actually doing better in it. So you know, here's the funny thing, Andrew, and and I know you're not going to believe this. Sea of Theories actually did get created. I just never did anything with it. Stop <laughs> me if you've heard this one before. So it's on Reddit. There's a Sea of Theories page. I think it still exists. Um, I was I, it it because like, it showed up in like my list of of subreddits as like and like a mo- list of where places i would be a moderator which that was the only one and um now it doesn't show the name but i don't know i don't know what happens to to dead subreddits that that got created and then die i don't know i never heard of i didn't think reddit pages like ever got deleted but i actually did create it i just yeah again never did anything with it (laughs) did you use it with our game pass reddit no no i did it with i did it with my other my other one but yeah, I, I think it was you, Keith, who like thought of the idea. Like we were just sailing the sea one day, and you kind of noticed that, like, you're like, ah, Andrew's a hardcore gamer. You always kind of screw things up, especially in Sea of Thieves. And Liz is just kind of coming along with the ride. And you were like, what if we did that with more Game Pass games? So I remember our technically our very first episode we recorded was Sea of Thieves, but it wasn't our first published episode because it was pretty bad. I mean, we were just kind of trying things out, There's and it was a rough. Lot of- episodes at the beginning that were pretty bad oh yeah i mean there was an episode i remember we were waiting for keith to start and i was drinking <laughs> and it, it took him a while and you kept and drinking i, I just... kept doing it and by the end oh my goodness i was slurring that that's embarrassing that's still out there <laughs> <laughs> that episode's still out there there's also one good andrew drinking episode that the world will never get to hear yep because uh, that's actually the follow-up question from Javier. He said, as a follow-up, what has been your favorite episode to record in the past three years? I mean, I, I, I like half-jokingly, but not. The, the first episode of Spelunky 2 that we recorded was actually yeah. very, very funny. From what I remember recording. Yeah, Liz, Liz actually said and, that was one of her favorite episodes. And, Both me and her drank a little too much. And so it was legitimately a very funny episode, I think. And we'll never get to know because Andrew deleted it. Okay, well, the fact that you're saying it's funny actually means it was funny. Because Liz said, too, it was funny. And I was like, I don't wow, think it was that funny. what does that mean? Well, no, because I just I drank a lot, so I don't quite remember too much of that episode. But you just said you trust Keith's opinion on it, but not mine. Well, no, you were drinking with me. So oh, I gotcha. just thought you thought it was funny. Like, I thought it was funny because we were drinking. But the fact that Keith was sober and said it was funny, it's like, oh, well, that sucks. So, sorry, everyone. You missed a, a very funny, apparently inebriated episode of me and Liz but I will for my answer though I loved our trivia question episodes because Liz you go all out yeah, on the trivia question episodes. that's a good point you always do such a good job on them I don't know if anyone ever finds them as interesting but like you always end up finding these like obscure facts and stuff and 
that I enjoy I those like too because I really like hearing your opinion about like what your favorite games were because obviously I mean we do give a score and stuff but it's nice to do a recap yeah it kind of makes me want to go back and play the games again I know I, I actually was thinking though too if I remember I think the good life maybe I just want other people to play it I don't know but I I, <laughs> we, I think we did have fun I with that I feel like one. the good life was in, in some ways like yeah we've been doing this for a lot of years and we've gotten I don't know about better. We've gotten more comfortable over the years, I guess is the best way I could say <laughs> it. But there was something about that episode that I feel like just put us on a whole different spin. And and I don't know. I felt like we've been in a better groove since there. Maybe I'm wrong. I I had more fun with uh, Into the Pit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I did not like that the game. The angriest Andrew's ever been about playing video games. Oh, yeah. What's our saltiest game? That probably was my saltiest game was Into the Pit. What's Keith's saltiest game? Well, pff, uh, alien. I don't know which one has the most story. Yeah, Alien. Oh my <laughs> I god, think it might be Alien. Yeah. I I'm surprised we didn't get canceled after the Alien episode. A lot of people really like that Alien game. I beat that game, and even at the end, I was like, "Woof." Did you see yours, Liz? No, but I think we know. Oh, Ashley. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say because I feel like um, I I got a little heated with um, Dead Cells. Oh, Man's <laughs> Journey. And then Old Man's Journey. Yeah, those two. I mean, I hated the game Ashen, but I, I wasn't feisty in that. But those no, two uh, that was, like, that that was our first published episode, so. Yeah. I we were still learning the ropes. A little feisty with those ones. Yeah, Old Man's <laughs> Journey, you got. That was a heated one. I remember, I remember Old it Man's was. Journey. <laughs> that was a very sensitive subject. But I think, too, like. I, I, no, never mind. I'm not going to say it. <clears throat> And then lastly, Keith, Javier wants to know what's your social security number. Um, that would be... <laughs> I think I caught you that. You put a beep in there. <laughs> just leave it in there. Just All right. Like so next question is from Steven, which is actually Liz's brother. Hey, Steven. Steven? He wants to know what's your guys' favorite retro game? I think it... It's kind of an interesting question. What's considered retro at this I, well, point? Well, that's a good point. Like, like is 360 I, considered I retro? Just, oh. Is, is or like Xbox One and older considered retro? That is a good point, too. I'm, I'm going to say the 360 games that I used to play with Steven. I mean, uh, GoldenEye and um, the Mario 64 game and all those. Ah, I miss those. Because it's weird to think about, like, because obviously when we think of retro, we think of, like, us as a kid it being already, like, old, like, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Like, I mean, they were still kind of popular, obviously, when we were around, but I don't know. There's it's also, like, like uh, adults. the original, like, Nintendo with Boulder Dash and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Double Dragon. Yes. Yeah, well, in my mind, like, I immediately kind of went there because, like, you said, Andrew, like, retro in my mind is when I was a kid. So in my mind, Duck Hunt. like Duck Hunt, that game was so much fun. And what was I, what was I just thinking of? Oh, that Micro Machines game? That Micro Machines racing game? Oh, my gosh. That racing game? Yes. yes. That ah, was so I, much That was a fun. great game. Um, but also, like, Xbox games, I think, are almost retro at this point. I know. At this point, it's, like, over 20 years old. Like, practically. Yes. No, so, I mean, for that, then we'd be in, like, the PlayStation era. At least, like, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. And, I mean, I, I, tw- Twist of Metal for me is, I, like, an, oh, I that's, like, an easy metal. choice. Oh, man. 
if if I'm going like Sega Genesis, so I grew up mostly on the Sega Road Genesis. Rash. I oh my god, I played a ton that of Road Rash. It was so much fun. So I mean, I owned a Super Nintendo, and I played in a Nintendo, but I I was a little too young for the Nintendo, but I played a good amount of Super Nintendo. But I really got into video games with the Sega Genesis. Some of my favorite games was Earthworm Jim. Yep. That game started my absolute hate for water levels. There was one level where you're underwater, <laughs> of course, and you have to get in this like sphere and essentially like traverse uh, rocky chasm in this glass. It's a glass jar, and every time you hit the walls, it's cracking. I could not do it. Eventually, I got one of those like third-party cheat controllers that would like keep pushing pause and it would slow down the game. That was literally the only way I could beat that level. But that started my hate for underwater levels. That and Sonic the Hedgehog. When you're underwater and the music's kicking in, oh my gosh, hate. Oh, that's why I hate water levels. But yeah, big fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Gunstar Heroes for RPG on the Sega Genesis. I loved Landstalker. That game was fantastic. Uh, Do you remember Sonic Pinball? So- oh my gosh. No, it was Sonic Spinball. Oh, Spinball, Get you're right. right. Yes. Yep, I had that, and oh my god, I loved Sonic Spinball. That was a really good game. And like it was weird because it's just like oh it just looks like a cash grab of just you using Sonic and it's a pinball game no. but it was actually a lot it of fun. It was like a full on Sonic game at the same time though. It was it yeah. Was. You actually had to like do actual Sonic movements like some platforming, but obviously it was a good amount of like pinball stuff. Uh, I I miss my Sega Genesis and I still remember this day. My mom sold it with like we had like twenty games and she sold it to our cousins for like ten bucks. I don't even think we got the ten bucks. I think she pocketed the ten bucks. <laughs> she gave it to the I church. Didn't we hear stories about no, your our mom cousins. getting rid of stuff like Corey's shoes? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well she's like, You guys don't play it anymore. Here you go, ten bucks. And I was like, ah. I mean, I've been awful at like saving old consoles. I th- had an original Xbox, but I think I literally disassembled it because I think it just broke. I, I have a 360 left. That's the oldest console I think I still own because everything else ends up breaking and getting lost. I also miss my Dreamcast. Oh, man, Dreamcast. That game oh. had some... That console had some great games on it. Time. Remember Power... What was that? Power Gem or Power Stone? It was like a fighting game where you actually like... You could like collect, get pickups or pick up gems and eventually like evolve. Yeah. That was a great game. Dreamcast was such an over... Like, it was out of its time. It... It was such ahead of its times, but it was just so unappreciated. Liz, did you answer this? Oh, yeah. No? I did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I, I figured, didn't have these other consoles. See, so. I figured you, Liz, your pick was going to be Mortal Kombat. Uh, oh, also. yeah. I remember so many arguments with that game. You get someone stuck in that corner and just yeah. mash buttons. <laughs> I remember, yeah, we were dating. You're like, I played a little Vegas. I did Mortal Kombat. I just punched someone who was in the corner. And I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> I... Anytime I played with someone like that, it always irritated me. I was you sometimes were one of on the receiving end, though. Like, we always got each other back. <laughs> All right. So our next couple of questions here from our longtime listener, Bill Keith. He said, what Game Pass video game character would you like to be in real life? I was thinking about this. And, I mean, I instinctively want to go for, like, the secret agent type of thing. Because I, I grew up, like... Thinking like police were so cool, FBI agents. So you know, like obviously, um, Perfect Dark and like Psychonauts. Joanna too. Dark, that's her name. Yeah, I I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I but know I'm you like, did. That's you know, why I would to. probably just die instantly. So I was thinking about how like Andrew and I like we we're constantly moving. We don't know where we want to live. How crazy would it be if we were 
in Star, like the Stardew Valley. Where I was, just, I was like, waiting to say this, I the farmer from Stardew Valley. I wouldn't want this. I wouldn't want to inherit it because that means somebody dies. But imagine if you're just like, here's this farmland that you can take care of and you can work with Harvey at the at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and we figured out for us. We won't have to move every couple months. So, I, I mean, this is another one of those, like, I guess, are we... We're just living that part as that person in our real world. Or are we like living their life? How would you take it, Keith? I don't know. Do you have different answers for different well, routes? Because if I'm just kind of just straight up going into that world, I feel like whatever my main character in Forza, because I mean, clearly you can't get hurt. You can just drive around like a mad person. And you drive some sweet cars. Yeah. So I don't know. But you never get out of that car, though. So that's no, a very. No, you get to get out and dance on the f- podium. No, that's true. So, you know. When I, when I first read this question, I immediately thought of the games that I wouldn't want to be in. Like, imagine if you woke up and you're in Void Bastards. Or, <laughs> or Andrew, I, I feel like the long dark, someplace like really cold. Oh and just gosh. like I feel like that would be like your worst nightmare. 12 minutes. But right. more went there. Oh my gosh, imagine being the wife. <laughs> or uh, any game where uh, that takes as an underwater level. <laughs> or like a, a game like... Um, Subnautica. Like Keith and Subnautica. <laughs> I was gonna say I could also go with like I don't know like just a, an athlete in MLB the Show. I don't know. I'll be a baseball player from there. I'll be, pick any of them. Pick any one of them. I will take all of the millions <laughs> of dollars, please and thank you. See, I mean, you kind of make a good point because at first I was like, oh, naturally it'd be sweet to be like Master Chief, but you kind of make a good point where you're like, nice. man, if you're in that game, you're just constantly in war. Like you probably are really stinky in that suit. But imagine, but like, imagine you just live as Master Chief, but in this world, there's no aliens. <laughs> you're, you're going to the grocery store. You're just, <laughs> you're just Master Chief tall. walking around the world, <laughs> trying to live in America. <laughs> that uh, that's actually pretty interesting. Uh, it would actually be kind of fun. <laughs> well, can I take the armor off? I don't know. Can Master Chief take off his armor? I mean, he can, but you know. You never really see him. He takes his helmet off at the end of Halo. What 1. if you? Oh no! In Halo Three, you see his back when he gets disassembled out of the. Say, what if Master Chief all along really just looks like you or I? He's just a normal person. <laughs> it's just the suit. What overweight and balding? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow! Speak for yourself, jeez. <laughs> I may be balding, but I am not overweight. Okay, fine. I'll speak for myself. Because uh, that was the other thing, too. I, I was also thinking of, like, Geralt from The Witcher. I mean, that's a pretty sweet life. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of nudity in that game, so I guess I guess you could see a lot of naked people all the <laughs> time. Mean, That'd be cool. That was, like, medieval times, right? A little bit. As a woman, yeah. I would say no naked people. And there's, and there's giant mean- monsters. <laughs> yeah, but you get to fight them and... You're all cool about well, again, it. Again, that's if you're going in, <laughs> if you're just going to become that character in the game. Or you could just be Geralt walking around with a sword in New York City. <laughs> riding. riding I mean, plenty of monsters to kill in New York City, am I right? Riding, just <laughs> riding around on Roach. <laughs> so this question actually ties in a little bit with another question we get later on. But Bill Keith asked, if money were not an object... What game would you make, and then who would you want to play it? But I think this is also very similar to Up Ahead. Curtis asked us a question. Again, because the way Curtis asks is, if you could create a game 
and mash up multiple different types of genres, what would it be? Because as an example, he thought of a game like Grand Theft Auto V, where it's open world style with simulation game, but you there's also RPG elements where you can level up your character by doing real world things, like going to the gym or making yourself stronger by reading. You could read books to get smarter, or you could go out to like the farm and like do hunting and level up hunting. You can even like have a farm and try to work on your farm. So essentially, he wants like life the video game. But honestly, Curtis, I thought the same exact thing. As like, I, I think that would be a fantastic game. And anyone who's listened to our Fable episode, that actually was the goal for Fable. And that's why I was so disappointed in Fable. And Fable actually, I think, was one of the first games where we got a really bad review on our Apple iTunes. Is it one of those reviews where they're just like, you gave a bad score. Yeah. So I'm going to give you one. You guys didn't like Fable. I mean, I liked Fable. I was just disappointed in it because it was meant to be this big, expansive, open world RPG. And like, you can just do anything, explore anywhere. If you chop down a tree, it's chopped down forever kind of thing. And it ended up just being a very basic kind of RPG. It was still good, but it was just oh, disappointing. But how about you guys? Have you guys thought of a game you would uh, make? Wait, can I just say something real quick? Go ahead. I give you permission. One of the old <laughs> questions that we already went over. So the, <laughs> what Game Pass video game character would you like to be in real life? I don't know why he just thought of this, but I'm surprised um, Keith didn't say the goose for Untitled Goose Oh game. my goodness, that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> well, it's not a Game Pass anymore, but we did But it is it. a Game Pass game in some way. That's yeah. that's the best answer, Liz. That really is. <laughs> to, be, to be the Goose Game Goose. So I'm mashing both Bill Keith, uh, Bill Keith's question and Curtis into one. Sorry. What game would you guys make? I immediately thought of games that I like something about them, but it was, it was missing something for me. So like, for instance, like I really liked Alan Wake besides the main character. I thought he was a, mm, he sucked. <laughs> um, but I didn't really like the, the fighting as much in that. And same with uh, Thimbleweed Park. I hated the ending to that game i thought it was so dumb but i liked kind of like the atmosphere and the vibe of the game so i was like trying to piece together you know the different games but like they they, they just did the they're very different styles yes so but i i do think that like when it comes to what game would i want to make i feel like it'd be like one of the games that i liked but i would want to you know change something of it i feel like a simple answer for you liz is like a bigger Stardew Valley or Graveyard Keeper. Ooh, mix them together. Stardew Valley where you're having a farm, but you also work as a grave a crypt keeper. So Graveyard Keeper? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> graveyard Keeper. That's, that's, no, because you didn't really do much farming. You did very little farming Graveyard Keeper. I mean, I suppose. Stardew Keeper. There you go. Yeah. Or maybe like kind of a Secret Neighbor. Like I really liked that game, but there were some elements that we all kind of... That game was janky. Yeah, so I feel like redoing that game would be a lot of fun. Uh, Secret Neighbor Two has been announced for to coming out on Game Pass. I think this month. That's exciting. Oh. Well, Secret Neighbor Two is the like single player yeah. version, but no, is it? I thought that was Hello Neighbor. Hello Neighbor was the the other one. Secret. Neighbor. Then it might yeah. be Hello Neighbor Two that I'm thinking of. Okay. That I can't remember if it was Secret Neighbor or Hello Neighbor. It might be Hello yeah, Neighbor. Yeah, because. There's some type of neighbor coming out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there is a neighbor game. If only there was some sort of, I don't know, machine that we could find a way to, to look that up. But I don't know. 
Oh, shut up. Uh, I, I, I was just saying that it would be a great invention. Million-dollar idea. Someone should come up with that. Um, Where you could, like, tweet things. Or you could just be like, I could, like, put a word on the screen and be like, I would like to know about this, and it would find the information for me. Super helpful. Um, I don't know. I'm not super creative, this is, so maybe this is why I'm not. But I feel like... I feel like if there was a somehow someone could find a way to incorporate like a racing and a roguelike together i don't know how it would work that's my thing but i think that would be kind of cool i've never seen anything like that and uh, that seems like my worst nightmare of a game <laughs> maybe maybe some water racing for andrew um yeah i don't know i don't Big know teeth. i don't know how it would work i just i just think it would be kind of cool because would you have a, do you have a name for your game no I I just told you I don't know what the gameplay would be. I just think those two genres together would be kind of fun. Oh, the second part of the question: Who would you want to play it? Me. <laughs> I was just gonna say, not I mean, me. This, <laughs> I, like, I like how angry you said that. Me, dummy. I mean, I, I'm coming up with this one for me. But I mean, I guess there is like I could I could design games for other people. That would be cool too. But no, this one this one's for me. All about Keith. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I thought about this question. So this is my game, all right? So of course, like I said, I love sci-fi stuff. So already, this is a, this is gonna be a space game, okay? <laughs> love also real-time strategy games. So this is the way I'm thinking. So it's it's going to be a space traversal game. So you know you could you you control a, a ship, okay? But you can have a clan, and depending on the size of your clan, you guys will share a ship. So if you guys are kind of a small clan, you know you'll have a cruiser. And each of you will own your own hangar within this ship. So think of it kind of like a little bit like Sea of Thieves. So either if you're the guild leader or guild officer, you can actually control the cruiser itself and kind of fly it around. You know, if your clan gets bigger, you know, you'll get a battle cruiser and eventually like a carrier, you know, that can hold multiple ships. You guys can go to different systems, you know, terraform planets, even conquer some of these planets. And then maybe come across another clan. You're like, oh, this clan's small. You know, they only have, you know, just a little dinghy ship. They probably only have like two ships on there. And your pilot, you level up. So there's RPG elements. So you get better at flying and or better at scouting or better at bombing, depending what kind of class you're picking. And you kind of go as a clan to these different systems, battling other clans, going to different planets, terraforming those planets or harvesting the minerals to upgrade your ships. I like that you just went the evil route. Yeah. I, would, I mean, have you I not played build, Sea of Thieves? I would build a ship and get really good and really strong and just go after people like you. That you can raiding planets. You, you can you could build your you guys can be a clan of police that go around and defend yeah, the universe. Yeah, I will. I will be a clan of police. I mean, or it'd be like how me and Keith were in Sea of Thieves. We were uh, the uh, what was it? Poseidon, Poseidon witnesses. witnesses. We'd go around, go around and speak the good word of Poseidon. And see if people would give us free treasure. <laughs> Spoiler alert, only one person gave us treasure. And a lot of people killed Remember, us. Remember, that was before you could even, like, offer to give people fruit and stuff. At least it, it would have been yeah. so much better if we could have just, like, ran around handing bananas. People would have maybe trusted yep. us more. Everyone trusts you <laughs> when you got a banana in your hand. But, yeah, I thought, like, the battle system would be kind of fun, too. Because, so I love real-time strategy games. And this one game, there was a game on PC that was pretty cool called Natural Selection. And you had one person who essentially was like a commander and could actually see the overworld map. And he would give pinpoints to his teammates to go to certain areas like, oh, this is being attacked. But I there's only like two enemies over there, like send three people over there to take it. So it was like part real-time strategy where one person was like commanding people, but people were actually on the field fighting. And I thought this game could be like that. 
you know, the one person controlling the cruiser while people were in a hangar and coming out. And my, I'm probably boring you guys, but I thought about this question because this game would be sweet. I know some games have kind of done this. Like I know, uh, like Eve Online has like some elements like this, or uh, Star Citizen. But I don't know. I'm saying this idea is original, and I'm taking it. It's my. Idea. And I would call it Phasers for days. Ers. Ers. <laughs> I'm not very good with names. But I thought it'd be cool to be like a Sea of Thieves in space. Okay. Space. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so next question for Bill Keith. He asks, what Game Pass game do you love? Also, But it also makes you want to rage quit. I feel like I don't love games that make me want to rage quit. I, I can't believe you did not jump to this, Liz. What? I thought you'd have the same answer as me. It was Spelunky 2. Yeah, you guys. I liked it. I don't know if it's up there with love. Uh, I guess it's true. That's what I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, Ori, I guess, but I don't even—I don't even think I really loved it like you guys did. Uh, I liked it a lot, but I—I I mean, another answer for me on this is see a thieves. Okay, see, that's where I was going, but like, yeah, that's a good one. Because the funny thing about but about a sea of thieves rage quit though is it's not like um, it's a different kind. Like, generally, rage quits for me are like. It's on a, even on a game like Ori, even though I like it. It's a or probably closer to like a Spelunky. Like I'm just doing the same thing over and again. Die, 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 die. The thing about Sea of Thieves, it's two and a half hours, and then someone just jumps on you, won't leave you alone, and sinks you, and then just camps you, and you lose everything and all of that work. That's the rage. It's like after like the third one, it's like I, I just, I just, I'm done. I want to, I want to quit and. Just I don't yeah. care anymore. So it's like rage, but not. I mean, it makes you you're angry and you quit. It That's will. Kind of well, I know, but I'm just saying it's like a quiet rage <laughs> generally with Sea of Thieves. That's the thing about it is it's not like I'm actually like furious. I'm just like like I'm almost sad and like dis like annoyed. Just like, I'm not sad. I'm disappointed. Really though, like I'm just like <laughs> <sighs> that was fun, I guess, but I got nothing to show for that. Although I, I hate you, I'll see you tomorrow. I guess. I mean, I guess now with with the the season pass stuff and like all the different things you level up and unlock, like you do gain things even if you lose all your treasure. But still, it sucks. It sucks bad. You didn't have one, Liz. I agreed with Keith with the Sea of Thieves, but besides I, that, I mean, most games, if I'm rage quitting, I'm, I'm not liking it. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of games that kind of rage quit. I don't quitting. like to redo things over and over again in a game, so. I remember Void Bastards, you got pretty angry, but you liked that game. Oh, I don't remember getting irritated with that game. I just have fond memories. <laughs> <laughs> Only fond memories. So the next question, last question from Bill Keith, he said, if you had to take one Game Pass game with you to a deserted island, which one would it be? See, this one would be hard because I kind of got sick of Stardew Valley, and that's a really long game that you can take your time with. But if, Well, you get if, sick of it, but you take a month break or so, and like, if you picked it up again, you're like instantly No, hooked. but this last time I was kind of like, eh. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think I'm over that for quite a bit of time. So I think for me, it'd be games that I really liked that I want to go back to, but I just never do because, you know, who I don't have the time. But So I wanted to go back to... Prey, Psychonauts 2 was so much fun. Operencia. I haven't played Graveyard Keeper since we did that. 
And then I'm assuming we can't do games like, you know, Rainbow Siege 6 where you play online with other people. Oh, I assume you could. Because then you could do SOS. You know, help me <laughs> get me off this island. island. Yeah, I only have one so game to that's play. That's why I assume like I couldn't do that or like Secret Neighbor or something. But yeah, I think I would say you could. I mean, because that's a game you could constantly like hone your skills and stuff, and you probably wouldn't feel so lonely. I see it. I see it as one of those almost like a Facebook meme type of questions. Like, you can live on this deserted island in this giant house, but you can only take your third at. Will oh you do it? I, I now, hate those questions. No, that's no disrespect to our listener. I don't think that that's how he's asking this question, but that's how I'm envisioning this in my head. It's like, all right, I get to go just <laughs> like I'm not trapped on a deserted island. I'm not. I'm not yeah. lost. So the so so that's why I think online games are okay because you're not SOS. Why would you game then if you're not deserted on a deserted island? Wouldn't you just be it's having a, fun drinking? It's like, a hypothetical for the hype of for the purpose of hypothetical. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth. sorry, that's the last thing I would do. <laughs> Excuse me, did I just hear my full name? <laughs> you, what? You did. What? Mother Keith. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> spit my beer. So, so I think that if I were to answer this question, and it's and it's it's you know funny because of course I would pick a roguelike, but I think I would pick a roguelike of some sort because I just feel like they're the type of game that you can just keep playing. So which one would you be? That's the harder question. I I, I would I think guess Atomicrops actually. Really, I I was gonna figured you were gonna pick like Dead Cells because you like Dead Cells, but it was hard. And if you're stuck with one game, and if you could have one game to master, I figured you'd enjoy. Well, Dead that's kind of like Atomicrops. I think I got stuck around like level four. Oh, see, I so did I ever tell you I yeah. beat that? I beat it on the hardest of course. Yeah, so that was a fun game. So yeah, I feel like that one would be fun. Like it would be, it would be good. Um, I was thinking Hades, but I think I've already put too much time into Hades. But yeah, I think I would pick some sort of a roguelike, um, and, and I think Atomicrops is the one I would probably take. I know so, Andrews. What? Halo. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I felt like it's kind of cheating because you know it's like six games in one, oh, and Master you know Chief it has multiplayer. Especially. Yep, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, Master Chief Collection. I like that you look surprised. Did you do you not remember that you told me? <laughs> Ah, oh, take it. That's, oh, that's how right. I knew. You're uh, like, whoa. Because my other, my other, my other choice would be Sea of Thieves. That's true. Because it's a game as a service, so it keeps updating. That's a good point. And it just kind of keeps going. That or Destiny Two, because Destiny Two also. But unfortunately, the DLC is no longer available on Game Pass, so that means I have to pay for it. And can I pay if I'm on a dessert? Yeah, we'll say you get all the DLC. We're breaking all the all the rules. You say you get all the DLC. And, uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. But yeah, Master Chief would be my number one. Because no matter how many times I play it, even now, like replaying, I'm like, ah, this game's great. There's so much fun with it. I'm, I'm going to be the rule maker of this episode. I just decided that. Okay, I'm good job, make the Keith. rules for each of these questions. <laughs> the next question comes from us from PlayCube Gamecast. They asked us, what's the one game you would want to play for the very first time again? For me, this is easy. Halo. Sea of Thieves. Nope, Sea of Thieves. <sighs> sea of Thieves, just because like I had so much fun playing at the beginning. Such great memories. And now like I don't have anyone to play with. I don't have the time for it. And like just like getting and like, you know, I'm pretty maxed out on a lot of things. And it's just 
the way the state of the game is in now, it's like, man, it'd be so fun just to like go back from the beginning, experience all that fun things. Uh, my second choice is Mass Effect. Ah, oh, I so the Mass Effect anniversary collection is on Game Pass now. Highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite series. But replaying it again, the story is so good. But I already know the story. And so going through these dialogue, I'm just like, yeah, I know what's happening. I know what's going on. And I'm kind of skipping some of it. And it sucks because the characters are so good in that game. And the stories are so good. But it's just like, I remember them. And it's just like, ugh. So I wish you know, I was playing over again for the first time because it's, it's a fantastic game. Fantastic series, I should say. Yeah, I don't. I I wasn't thinking Sea of Thieves, but I think I'm with you. Actually, I I think I am going to agree with you, because I I even think of it now. The very first time of taking the boat off of the dock, like trying to figure out what's going on, because I think even too the first time we played it were actually when it was still in the beta. I don't even think it had been. Yeah, and it told you nothing. Yeah, you just you you just were on an island, and and there was nothing. And the first time of feeling of like figuring out how to get the boat moving. And I think it also got moving and then it started flying away because that was back in the days. Of, <laughs> well, I think it still does that from time to time, but it, those were the back in the days where that was just like the norm, but it was, it was just so cool. Um, and just like thinking back about experiencing that again for the first time. Cause it's, it's we, we played that beta way too much. <sighs> Like, I remember my brother made fun of us because he's like, you know, you can only get to like level 20 and doesn't carry over. But me and you did not carry. We did not care. I think we got to level 20 for like gold hoarders. We might have. It's very possible. But yeah. We played a lot of that beta. But it's so funny because even still, like if I pick up, it's very rare these days. I think it's been months since the last time I I fired up Sea of Thieves. But like even still when you do and you get on the boat, you're like, wow, this is a cool experience. It's just, it's a fun game. So I think I agree with you there, but I was actually thinking also to like Ori in the Blind Forest. And for me, especially, I think it was because I was like, oh, OK, cool. This is like it's a platformer. It's it's, you know, Metroidvania, whatever. It's I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. And just remembering how much that the game just struck me visually and the, the music and everything about it that I'm just like, man, I, I kind of wish I could experience that again, too. So that's my other answer. And you heard the sad news that there's probably not yeah, going to be another Ori. Yeah, I heard about all that. It's, it's not yeah, good. that studio apparently is a, a real toxic place. And that's yeah, not great. I don't think Microsoft wants to deal with them anymore. Yeah, that's a shame. I know. R.I.P. Ori. Liz? I don't know. Ashen. Like, like I said, I'm so just not in the <laughs> <laughs> Old man's journey. <laughs> Um, not in the she really for... wants to experience all man's journey again. Oh my gosh. No, thank you. Although it was a very beautiful game. I it was. I give it that. It was just the story. Honestly, I think any of the games that I really love that we've played. Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley, but I'm so sick of it right now that I'm not really. Exactly. Ready. So you play it where it's fresh, right? Maybe, but then that would eat up so much of my time. <laughs> I put so much time into that. Do you know what? I will say... Maybe Goldeneye, because I haven't played that since I was a kid. I would love to replay that again. Maybe not for like the first time, but I don't know. I'd say that game. Because you can't really play that game anymore, right? No. But there was rumor that there was a Goldeneye remastered, and the achievements have been appearing online, so it might appear on Xbox. 
from what I always heard, the GoldenEye remastered is like a legal nightmare because like there's so many different properties of it that are owned by different entities. So it's hard to figure out like who the money goes to when the game comes out. Yeah. Like I mean, I guess that game or Perfect Dark, because I feel like I've gotten more laughs from Perfect Dark than any game that I've ever played. Playing against you and, and Melissa, I feel like that game. And what's the other one? Um, Rare Replay? Yeah. Oh my goodness, they're so funny to play with your friends. So. Well, wait, Rare Replay is like a collection of games. I know, all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so our next question is comes from Untrained Eye Podcast, and they asked, what game do each of you think deserves a remaster or re-release perfect dark <laughs> <laughs> well that is getting one so yeah you told me that yeah. so i'm really excited well I, I there's kind of been some drama with that game though so some people are a little scared of how that's going to turn out are they going to have the multiplayer very little information has been released but i'm sure it will there's it's still very early in development but they've lost like a good like 20 leads in the game like lead designers or lead and like programmers like apparently the company is kind of a nightmare to work with oh yeah so they've been having some controversy so the game is going to be i think years out because yeah they're, they're kind of struggling so hopefully it becomes good but for my answer though i am very particular when it comes to like a remaster or a reboot because I'm not generally someone who just gets suckered into nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. Like, I remember back in the day of like, yeah, I loved GoldenEye. If I played it now, the game's awful. Like, when you play the multiplayer levels, the levels are not fun. They're really poorly designed. And, like, I generally hate, like, remaster or, like, reboots because... It's like, hey, why did I like this game? Because I loved it because of its story and its characters. But then they're like, hey... We're basically essentially using the same name as that game and the same name of the characters, but completely changing everything. And so it's kind of like, well, I liked the original game because of like its story and its characters. Like you're just sharing names. Like it's the same with like TV shows. Sorry, I'm going a little bit of rant here, but like the Halo TV series is out now and it's like not canonical. And it's just like, I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of nice, but I'm like, what's the point? They're like taking liberties of doing their own stuff. And it's just kind of like, who's this targeted for? Cause if it's for a halo fan, like as me, like I like halo because of its world and universe and you guys are kind of doing your own thing with stuff. And it's just like, I don't know why, what's the point? And it always irritates me. Cause it's like, it's a big universe. Just use different stories, do different things. So I think a remaster or a reboot has to be like fairly particular. It has to be done halo right. Games did a great job where they can go back and forth. Yeah. The old and the new. So, they do a great job telling a story and like it's a big universe. You can tell different stories, but it's like, no, nah, we're just going to use those names, but change it completely different. And it's like, well, that's kind of weird. <sighs> Long story short, end of my rant. Nothing. No, no. A game I really want is Fusion Frenzy. Like, there's always times where people are like, oh, you know, your multiplayer game's going to die if it doesn't have Battle Royale. There was a time where people were saying single player games are dead. They're not. Those those claims are always kind of bogus. But the one thing I will say is truly gone is fun couch co-op party games. Like those oh, just that's do what not I exist. Earlier, rare replay. That's the fusion. Oh, fusion frenzy, not yeah. rare replay. <laughs> yeah, 
it's like it's like literally the only game that is in that category is Mario Party on the Switch, and it's like those games are great, but it's like how has no one capitalized on it? Same with like Smash Brothers. I mean, there's now some variants of it. You know, you have Brawlhalla, the free to play game, and then uh, they just came out with the Nickelodeon like Smash Brother game. So like, there's some variants of those, but there's like no Mario Party games out there, and like. Xbox had one with Fusion Frenzy, and it was a ton of fun. And it's like, why didn't they not remaster or remake that game? Like, I just miss fun couch co-op party games. And fun fact, I actually won Fusion Frenzy 2 for free. There was a, a one time where Microsoft had a competition for achievements, and I actually won the prize of getting Fusion Frenzy for free. There you go. Good job. Good to go, Andrew. <laughs> well done. Sorry, I th- I answered the. Qu- I probably had to delete that. That was a very long. No, I think. On no, stuff. I think that because it's funny because I was looking through all the games and the I was kind of thinking Fusion Frenzy was what you were going to go with just because I know how much you love that game and uh, yeah, so I, I I actually wasn't ultimately surprised by your your answer. I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't. I'm okay with remasters for the most part. Some games don't necessarily need them. They're just fine to be what they are, and putting a new, you know, fresh coat of paint on it doesn't necessarily make a game better. I have an answer for you, Keith. I'm curious if you're going to say it. But if we're talking about Game Pass games and or games that we've played especially, you probably are right, Andrew. Honestly, I think the only thing I could think of was Psychonauts. Is just just reboot wow. it. Give me some achievements. It really doesn't even need a fresh coat of paint. Just, just rebuild it with achievements. It's, it's, I'm thinking older with you, Keith. I'm thinking uh, PlayStation oh, 2. Oh, Twist of Metal? Just reboot that? <gasps> yes! No. I, okay. Dark Cloud? back the day. That's it. Ah, oh. There you go, Keith. Oh, Dark Cloud. I actually forgot the name of the game, but I remember. I don't know what it was about we, that game, but that game was so much fun. It was so it stupid, was. too. Like It, was, it wasn't it stupid. Like, stupid. Back in the day, like, like that was... It was a game where you could actually like design your yeah, city, it was like and like that was kind of a new thing and... back then. Yeah, it really was. But yeah, that that would actually be another one that I would, if that came back, I would play it in Harbor. Even if they just yeah re remastered and re released the game, I, I'd so play that game. Actually, you know what's See? another one? Now I'm thinking about it, Time Splitters. I I was just about to say that, but you know that actually is coming. back. I, I thought I had heard that. Uh, yeah, um, you can get some of them. Square I think Enix. You can get the first one on. I actually bought Time Splitters 2 a couple weeks ago. No, like a month ago now. And honestly, it actually kind of holds this up. as fun as you remember? Or in some ways? I mean, like, it's it's a little janky, but yeah. like, because like the AI is kind of dumb. But no, like, I'm playing this game and I'm like, holy crap, I this is I remember this game. This fun. is a lot of fun. The multiplayer was a ton yeah, of fun. Yeah, because there's like so many different characters, right? And they're all, yeah. like, they don't have different stats, but they're all like play a little different because they're like size difference and... A little bit, yeah. They have like agility or like stamina or like uh, endurance. Yeah, they have like a little bit of stat differences. Yeah, but I remember that being fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun co-op game. But yeah, a lot of games like that I do want to remaster, reboot. They actually are making. Yeah, Time Splitters was one of the things I thought about. Um, Perfect Dark was one I always wanted a remake of. Banjo Kazooie is one I think would be really good, like a good platform. But then again, like I guess Psychonauts fills the platformer hole. I guess you don't really need Banjo Kazooie. Play Along Podcast asks, you guys have played a lot of games in your show. Has there been any of your favorites or standouts, episodes, or games that you've done? Uh, we kind of answered this question, but I actually just thought of another one, Frostpunk. Mm. Man, that game was so good. I loved Frostpunk so much. I, I cannot wait for the sequel. Yeah, I can't think of any names, uh, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
So we already kind of answered that question. So we're going to go to the next question. And they said, what are your thoughts on game emulations and game preservation? So this is actually kind of interesting. I, I'm a huge fan of it. So don't get me wrong. Like a lot of games when you play them, like you kind of see them for nostalgia. Where you're like, oh, this game was so great. But then you play them now, you're like, this game's kind of rough. Like I said, like I tried GoldenEye. I remember as a kid, I had a ton of fun with the multiplayer. But like playing it now, it's like, oof. But I, I love when there's emulators or like they try to come out with re-releases of it. I do I will say, I, I love that Xbox is just like, Hey, everything's backwards compatible. Like not everything. They, there's a good amount of them that can't make the list because of copyright issues. But I just love that. It's just like, if you own the game, cool, play it. I kind of get annoyed with how Nintendo does things. Nintendo is very much like, Oh, you bought, you know, Mario on your Wii? Well, you got to pay us another 20 bucks if you want on your Switch. Some of that stuff just gets super money grubby, and that kind of irritates me. But, I mean, I, old school games are so great. I can't wait to show my kids some of the games that I play, grew up on. Yeah, I, I think I think largely the same. I, mean, I think emulation, obviously, is a pretty touchy subject because of the fact that it's, I mean, copyright issues and, and all of that. But when it comes to some, like, really old games and... I think, like you said, I don't know, ones where I guess I could be wrong, but I feel like there's no harm in, you know, playing Road Rash 3 on an emulation and, like, nobody's losing out on money if I'm doing that. So there's, like, there's certain aspects of it that I, I think are totally awesome. And I think I've read articles. There's ways you can use the new Series X and like, developer mode to actually run super powerful emulators. Um yeah, so, I think I think there was a video of a people someone playing like PlayStation Three games yeah, on an Xbox. I've, I've seen you can do some pretty cool stuff with it, but so like I maybe it's not the best when it comes to yeah like doing a PlayStation Three whatever copyrights, but I, overall I think it's I think it's a fantastic tool, and I think it I wish it was embraced more. Like we see it a little bit with some of these mini systems that they come out with, you know, the little Nintendo systems or so Sega systems have 60 games built into one and it's put out by them so it's like legitimate games but yeah i think i think overall i i i think especially as we go on and we have the ability to preserve this technology and you know not go out and bury it in the middle of a desert somewhere a la et <laughs> I, I think we absolutely should whether it's the successes of gaming or the failures i i think it's it's an important to to for our future generations. I want, like Andrew said, I want them to be able to see where we came from. Yeah, I'm perfectly okay if a company charges me like five bucks or so to just get a new version of it on my console. But I hate, yeah, when they're charging like 20, 30 bucks for a game that's 20 plus years old. It's like, come on. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I haven't heard of emulators. so Until now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm learning while I'm I, I'd explain it to you. <laughs> But yeah, the last our last question here from Play Along Podcast, they said PlayStation just announced that their new subscription service, how do you think it compares to Game Passes? Have you guys looked at it at all? Not in depth. I don't have an interest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's already so many good games on Game Pass and then I'd have to learn a whole new controller and you know that would be a disaster. So for me, <laughs> I mean, I just I don't need to branch out right now. <laughs> it's it's nothing that's going to get me to buy a PlayStation. For sure, but I think it's great that they're going to offer it. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I, I, I can't say how it compares because I haven't looked at the actual game list. I am admittedly a, a biased Xbox person, so I'm just going to say the Xbox that Game Pass is going to be better. <laughs> but at the same token, I just I think it's 
I think it's the way of the future for gaming. So I think it's good to see that Sony embraced it for their gamers, and and I'm excited for them that they have that option now. I just I think Game Pass is the best one out there, especially because of the little things that Game Pass does. Whether it's just like the free perks and even you know free games or whatever it may be, it's just it's it's all these little extra things about Game Pass that I think just make it so good. Yeah, not to sound judgy, but I feel like whenever I'm on Twitter looking through like the gaming stuff, I feel like there's so many PlayStation people that are just like yeah. trolling and being like really just like juvenile. And so I'm just like I'm thinking of some of the games that I've played and I'm just like, well, how would that <laughs> <laughs> obviously not all PlayStation people are jerks, but I definitely see a good amount of them on Twitter. <laughs> but I've then again, you don't go on the PlayStation people. As far as you know, they could be having Xbox people that you know, are like but that. Like, I know true. people who follow PlayStation things, so I, I do see some PlayStation okay. ads and stuff. And But I never see people from Xbox be like, Xbox is better. You guys suck. But I see <laughs> that all the time. I'm just like, I can totally imagine playing a game with a PlayStation person and them just trolling me the whole time. So I actually looked and I understand like the different services of it. So I guess I can kind of give more... Answer. No offense, you guys. None taken. None taken. So PlayStation originally had PlayStation Now, which I heard was okay. It was like $10 a month, but all you could do was stream games. So if your internet connection sucked, you know, you're kind of screwed because you're just cloud streaming games. And I heard their cloud service is okay. Like there's a bit of latency, but nothing crazy. So PlayStation Now is finally answering Game Pass's... PlayStation is now answering Microsoft's call to their Game Pass. And they're coming out with, I think it's called PlayStation Plus. Yeah, PlayStation Now Plus, I think it is. And I know. They have three different tiers of like a $10, $12, and $15. And like, you know, the first one was like, oh, you get access to like 300 games. And then if you do like the $12, it's like, oh, you get access to 600 games. And I think some PlayStation 3 games. And then if you do the $15 one, you get like access to the 600 games, PlayStation 3, and then PlayStation 1 and 2 are strictly cloud streaming. So you can't download those games. So I like that PlayStation finally has an answer because Game Pass is such a fantastic service. And I do feel bad that the people in PlayStation who owns a PlayStation don't have access to something as good of a service as Game Pass. But then why choose PlayStation? But that's, okay, and that's <laughs> my question. So that, well, that's kind of my thing is like, if you're someone who owns multiple consoles, I don't, like... It's kind of the same with like movies or uh, TV subscriptions. Most people here that are listening probably have three subscriptions, right, Keith? Do you have three TV subscriptions? I'm guessing. I think that I Netflix, Hulu, I or think that I pay for. HBO. I think between my family, I kind of share all of them, so I kind of have all of them, but don't. But you pay for probably three. I think three. so. Yeah, like Netflix, Hulu. I feel like that's the average for everyone. Yeah, everyone always has like Netflix. Yeah, maybe Hulu, Disney, HBO, something like that. Yeah, I think we pay for three. Yeah, then we, of course we have a couple from family. And so I think it's going to be the same case of like, if you own a PlayStation and an Xbox, because that's the other big thing. PlayStation said their first party games will not be a day one release. That I think is the biggest draw for Game Pass is if it's a first party game, it is day one on Game Pass. Don't have to pay for it. You can play it right away. That is huge. Of course, PlayStation people would say, Microsoft doesn't have first parties, games, whatever. But now that they own like every company, they do. So... I think it's just unfortunate. Like, I think that's the saddest part about PlayStation service because Sony said, oh, it's just not viable for us. Like our first party games, the answer they gave was kind of arrogant. It was something like our games are so good that they couldn't 
be we wouldn't be able to maintain the high quality that they are if we offered it day one release on PlayStation now. Is the show even and on? It's there? just like so the show can't be day one for PlayStation, but it can be day one for Xbox. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think that's yeah, right now on PlayStation now, I don't think it's day one. And that's the thing too. I don't think they've released a set of games. They've just said, oh, you get access to 600 games, but they haven't released what the list is of what the 600 games are. So you don't even know what first party games you're getting yet. So long story short, I'm glad PlayStation has something. Do I think it's better than Game Pass? No, because I think the big thing for Game Pass is the day one releases. And then if you do the more expensive, like me and Liz do of the ultimate, getting Game Pass on PC is also huge. The Game Pass PC, there's some real awesome games on the Game Pass PC. I wonder like how many people are actually going to do both. Because it's not even just like having to pay for your subscription, but I mean, these consoles are pretty pricey too. So it's yeah. just, I can't imagine doing both. I can't imagine doing both too because of the fact of there's just so many games. Yeah. I feel like you're going to end up just gravitating to one console and kind of forget the other one. So that's why I feel like if you own both consoles... Most people more than likely stick with Game Pass because they're probably already have Game Pass and not get the PlayStation now. If you're a listener and you're debating about getting both or you do play both, please let us know because I'm really curious to hear. Like if you actually find both these services to be great and you think you'll be able to spend enough time with both these services. Because that's my guess is no one would justify spending an additional $15 to get PlayStation and spend enough time there. But yeah. But that is it for our questions. So thank you all so much who participated. Wrote us some amazing questions. We'll probably do this again sometime. I don't know about you guys. I thought this was a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you all for joining us for our three-year anniversary celebration. Ask us anything. I have been your hardcore game host, Tanchu. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. And you can email us at g- gamepassgrabback at gmail.com. Yeah. Ask us questions. Go, Ask Keith. us questions whenever you feel like it. We, it. There's no rule that says we can't answer other questions other times. This is just our, our dedicated time. So maybe we'll answer if you have other questions. Ask us anyways. That's a good point. We could even make a segment every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank you know, we can we can put it right alongside Keith reviews. <laughs> <laughs> the non-existent oh. segment. Anyways. Bye, everybody. And I'm Liz Noob, gamertag coming on Dean. I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, Noob is EW. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. And hopefully we'll see you again in another three years. Bye, guys. Bye.